Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Welcome to This Feels Terrible, the podcast. I'm your host, Erin McGathy. You, you look great. Um, this week on the episode, uh, I have uh, one of my one of my favorite. You'll listen to one of my favorite interviews so far with my friend Mo Welch. Before we get to that, uh, the This Feels Terrible live shows that we recorded at UCB, which are so so wonderful, are available on uh, feralaudio.com/shop. Um, they cost a dollar ninety nine each, which is very little for the laughs, the drama, the um, the laughs, <laughs> the stories. Uh, we have guests. Uh, Dan Harmon co-hosts all three episodes with me. Uh, we have Gillian Jacobs from Community, Jonah Ray, Rachel Lee Cook. They're they are excellent. Um, in the second episode, I interview. I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I will keep on mentioning it because uh, because I've never had one of my my meltdowns really uh, recorded before. I had an absolute uh, meltdown. Uh, it kind of sounds like I'm having a stroke, and I don't want to make light of strokes, but uh, check it out. Uh, also, uh, we have the uh, Feral Audio t-shirts available. I mentioned this last week, and the offer still stands. A lot of you uh, took took us up on this, and I'm really excited about it. If you go to feralaudio.com slash shop and buy one of the Feral Audio t-shirts, therefore making you one of uh, the Feral audience uh, gang I said last week, and I still haven't come up with a better uh, word to describe uh, like uh, this feral audio society. Um, you will receive an extremely special if you if you uh, buy the shirt, take a screenshot of your receipt and email it to this feels terrible at gmail.com. You'll receive a very special packet from Dustin and I. You'll also get um, something Harmontown related. They may all be different. They may all be the same. Um, there probably will be some sort of uh, membership card, maybe an oath <laughs> in there that you uh, that I will make sure that you take. Bloody Mary will appear in your mirror. Your life will be changed uh, for only $20. So go to feralaudio.com slash shop. All right. Let's get to the episode. Uh First, before I say anything else, um, I just listened to this episode today, and it's it's one of my favorites uh, for this reason. It's extreme. There's a lot of talk of um, burgeoning sexuality, um, sexual development, my own sexual development, my guest Mo Welch's sexual development, and I cannot think of a more embarrassing episode to listen to with your kids or your parents or your coworkers. Um, there's a lot of masturbation talk. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really edit any of it. So you really get to know, um, me in that way. Uh, my guest on the show is, uh, my beautiful, lovely, good friend, Mo Welch. She is a stand up comedian. I was, <laughs> she's a stand up comedian. 
Uh, she's a stand-up comedian here in Los Angeles. Uh, she's from Chicago. She's fantastic. She has a show called The Mo Welch Show, which is at the Nerdist at the Nerdist Theater. You should check that out. You can find out where she is performing uh, by going to MoWelch.com. dot um, She's uh, she's fantastic. So, and also, I don't know if this isn't a necessary, I've gotten a lot of, well, I'll just address this because I think it's nice. I've gotten a lot of emails requesting um, lesbian guests on the show, uh, which is cool, which is something that I, you know, I didn't do it on purpose, but I guess we haven't really had a lesbian guest on this show, which is, which is pretty, pretty remarkable given the number of episodes and uh, the, the number of awesome, funny lesbians in Los Angeles. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I uh, uh, I Mo Mo told me before the episode that she w- was really excited to be the first lesbian guest on the show, and in a competitive way, really wanted to be the first one. So please enjoy my first interview with a lesbian on the podcast. Uh, it won't be the last. Uh, here's uh, my friend Mo Welch. Don't yeah. you ever like wake up and you're like, I don't know, I'm not all the way straight. Like, I wonder what, it, yeah. you know what I mean? Or like yeah. that girl's really, you know, that girl's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I <It's> very descriptive. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I definitely, uh, I like the, I like the metaphor and uh, not the metaphor, but the, I guess it's become a metaphor the, the whole Kinsey scale idea where everyone comes in a different place on the Kinsey scale like if the opposite sides of the scale are totally straight and 100% homosexual like mm-hmm. everyone kind of comes in at a different different place um I agree with that yeah. I mean I'm confused sometimes I wake up and I'm like I don't know what's going on <laughs> like really I, what I mean I think it's a I think it's a percentage you know so I feel like I'm a percentage of you know I a lot of times I just feel like I'm 80 percent into girls and 20 percent into guys because i think a lot of guys are hot too yeah i I don't know if i'm gonna do anything with them but there is like a sexual you know feeling towards some men but just more women at different times of the month because of our hormones obviously and how fertile we are at different times straight or gay we're attracted to like I know I find it like sometimes in the month I'm more attracted to really, really masculine men mm-hmm. and at other times of the month I'm attracted to less masculine men. And like I I've never I've never had a relationship with a woman. I've never really had like a like a sexual experience mm-hmm. with a woman. But I like I I get it. <laughs> god damn it this is so it. sorry no. everyone you're but you're self-conscious uh, about it but that's what those are like all questions i mean we all we all ask ourselves these questions <laughs> you know what i take that back and i don't i i i had kind of a i had kind of a like what would be more than a, a platonic happening 
Ooh. Was it in a bathroom? Uh-huh. <laughs> was it in a bathroom? No. I don't know why I asked. I that. think it. <laughs> yeah. What's with you in bathrooms? Let's talk about that. Is it that a gay thing? Sounds so sneaky. I'm just kidding. Um, it sounds so sneaky. The yeah. bathroom sounds sneaky. Yeah. Like, the bathroom like, sounds so clinical to me. I feel like if a girl is like you know straight, but she's really wasted. I don't know. I guess it could go either way because you know there's. I forget what the term is when a girl is like making out with a girl so she can get attention with other. Dudes, um, there's an actual term. Yeah, assholery. That's it. <laughs> um, or you could go into the bathroom because you're just like, I. This is a real feeling. I want to know what it feels like. Yeah. I don't want everyone to watch. Yeah, yeah. Those are two different things. I, when I was in college, like that assholery was happening a lot. But I'm sure, like for some of those assholes, actual feelings were <laughs> mixed in there. I. The reason why I say asshole is because. I had so many bad experiences at college parties where I would be, you know, just hanging out and some girl would be like, come on, come on. The, the guys are circling up. Let's let's do this. Let's make out in the middle of the circle. Oh. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that like, like, makes me you, sweat. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. what power you think you're getting, but I don't think you're getting it. I think you're just giving it. Like, I don't like this. This is, I mean, if you're into... I mean, I, I, it's one thing if someone's like, hey, like, I really want to make out with a girl and I'm a girl. And the only way that I feel comfortable doing this is in front of other guys so I can just write it off as a show. I guess that's yeah. one thing. So I guess, no, you know, no one's an asshole. Just do what you want. But I, I like I don't, I, I've never wanted to be sexual uh, in front of a group of uh college dudes so yeah. they could get off like that's kind of that's never been my that's never been my thing but maybe it's you know it's maybe it's your thing my first kiss with a girl was on a webcam well i'm okay. just remembering this right now what's that story okay so she's my best friend growing up and her name is ellie and she looked just like me. She still does. Like, we look just alike, which makes it so about my ego. <laughs> <laughs> you look like me. Come closer. <laughs> and we were... Like I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Be close to you. It's the only way I could tell myself I love myself. <laughs> and we were on a computer, and we had three of our guy friends who lived in the same town that were on another computer in the town (laughs) we were on webcams i don't remember the the moment precisely but i remember that they had maybe suggested that we should kiss and we did and it wasn't a french kiss even it was people call it french kiss still they just like make out it wasn't a make out i don't know anything yeah else i don't know what else is there besides french kiss i don't know i feel like french kiss is such like a like a 12 year old thing to say french kiss anymore you just you just say we didn't french though we just we just did like a little peck but it was my very first lips only yeah no woman kiss they might say yeah although i am sitting in such a lecherous position right now no no time (laughs) (laughs) i haven't experienced it but i heard some people kiss without tongue For the listeners, like I'm a long sitting like, with my like, shoulder up and my legs are open and my, my hand is just like draped between them on a thigh. <laughs> Tell me more about this lesbian nonsense. <laughs> Let me show you where I'm at on the Kimsey scale, Miss Mo. <laughs> um, so did, was that the first, like, did you feel anything when you kissed your friend? Did you have a crush on her? No. So there was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing there. But 
I mean, now thinking about it, I'm like, wow, <laughs> what a slut. I'm such an asshole. Me and my friend <laughs> Megan, when I was in the fifth grade, would set up, we would go backyard camping a mm-hmm. lot, meaning that we would just set up like a little pop-up tent in the backyard and spend the night out there. And we used to play this game called the Dolly Parton game. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before or if I or if we talked about this before, but the Dolly Parton game was a game where we would this is when I was nine years old. We would fill up water balloons and we would take turns being Dolly Parton. We'd put the water balloons in our shirts and then just like nuzzle the water balloons with our faces. You would just, motorboat. We would motorboat <laughs> each other just in the tent. And I like I know that it was like a private, like kind of sexual thing because like my little brother would come out and be like, "What are you guys doing?" And and I'd be like, "Nothing, nothing. Get out of here. Get out of here." Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I should uh, bleep her name. Um, sorry sorry it's okay let's just let's just keep on going that's great so there was like shame and no shame at the same time it's like no shame in the tent i i was i I think it was it was like i was pretty into boobs when i was a kid i think like Mm -hmm. the first like porn that i watched before you had them boobs um yeah but like i i don't even remember like paying attention to whether or not i had them like one day i just was like oh i'm one of these people that has boobs Mm -hmm. but um yeah, like Robin Hood, Marion from Robin Hood Men in Tights, like her boobs. Yeah. I was like, oh, the, what what's going on there? I remember like trying to like see her boobs through her hair, you know. But I also had like this big crush on Robin Hood. Yeah, that's, boob, boob thing. That's the Kinsey scale right there, Robin yeah. Hood. <laughs> do you do you know the movie Far and Away with Tom yeah. Cruise and Nicole Kidman? Yeah, I've not seen it, but I but I'm familiar. I used to rewind that. Because I thought I'd be able to see his penis because they put a bowl on it when he was, like, sick upstairs. Uh-huh. And so she she peeked into the bowl to, to look at his penis. <laughs> and I would rewind it to see if I could see it at all. Just rewind, play, rewind, play, rewind, play. I think I see some sort of a glimmer. Yeah. Not knowing the way that editing works. That there, Yeah, you know, totally. That would, that would be shown. It was, like, before before the internet when you can just look up Tom Cruise's penis. See yeah. what you get. Is Tom Cruise's penis on the internet? No, oh, no. Uh, Emma, can you? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, hmm. Just yeah. Well, and and boobs are like. I, I feel like it's it's almost makes more not to like explain away my attraction to boobs as a kid, but it's it's I think it's like boobs are kind of a sexual thing for. Are, prob- are probably a sexual thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they're they're much more. You've seen them already. You didn't milk a penis. Yeah, Dan. Dan said yesterday, like we were. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But it was like, what if, what if boys, little little baby boys, like nursed off breasts, and little baby girls nursed off penises? Like, how would that change things? And I was like, well. It'd probably fix a lot of things. Like yeah. Be, I mean, it's a gross idea. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> I love it. I, uh, but I'm disgusted when I think about babies. Really? Being nursed. Yeah. I don't, I mean, maybe when I have nursed? a baby, yeah, maybe yeah. when I have a baby, it'll be different, but. You know, it gro- It kind of, I don't know if gro- it kind of, it makes me feel uncomfortable too, mm-hmm. because, because up until this point, my boobs have only been sexual. Like I've never, I've never fed anyone with them. Yeah. So like the idea of like. Ah, come on up 
<laughs> I wonder if that takes away from it. Like once you have a kid and the baby has the fed, yeah, thing? yeah. Like if the moment well, your your husband or wife puts puts their lips on your nipples, if you're like, yeah, this reminds me of <laughs> Charles Junior. <laughs> Um, or like immediately slaps you. Interesting. Away. I Not now. I have a feeling that there are a lot of. Uh, I mean, by I think we have that sensation in our boobs. So we'll want someone to suck on our nipples, which is confusing for us as super smart humans who compartmentalize all that stuff, and we don't want to have sex with our children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that like. I don't know. I, I'm sure something happens where it's okay that it feels good. Um, and there's a reason why you and me and a lot of other women are like, I can't imagine like, yeah, like, like, like milk coming out of my nipples. Like that's, that's kind of frightening. My friend in high school told me like she, she knew way more about sex than I did. And she would just fuck with me constantly and would just tell me things like once she when she told me she she made out with her boyfriend in their living room and her and I were just hanging out in the living room watching a movie and I was like so like how is that making out and she was like it was good he came and I was like oh like what do you mean and she's like jizz came out of his penis and I was like where is it where she's like it goes everywhere it just sprays the room so for the longest time i thought that when a man ejaculated it just coated the room in jizz i would believe that too yeah and i was so like i was like in tears thinking that i had sat on his jizz and i was so like everywhere like i saw dust and i thought it was cum and i was so like oh god i can never look at him again um were you like is some of it invisible (laughs) yeah i just thought it was this 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 like like this like the sprinkler that went all around the room and like if you didn't want that's why people just had sex in bedrooms normally because it's yeah. the cum room and like i had sat in my dad's cum and like what does this all mean like so gross that um, is amazing yeah but she also told me that if you don't have a baby by age 30 that your boobs fill up with milk anyway and you have to milk yourself in the shower and i was hysterical like i could not be consoled i was i was like 17 years old <laughs> way too old to believe this and was just like oh no shower. and she's standing like totally deadpan like yeah you have to squeeze out your boobs in the oh. shower and i was just so <laughs> thinking about it now is upsetting and something about having to sadly milk yourself in the shower i feel like that's awful, like awful, a awful an old an old tale that that parents told their children so they'd get married by 30. <laughs> yeah that's so amazing i love i love what we what we thought was going to happen but that's yeah. terrifying. I mean, you're a lot of times you're like, oh, sex is going to be such a beautiful thing. But like you must have thought like your room is going to be like Dexter, the show, and you're going to have to like <laughs> prep it up yeah, before someone yeah. came in. I thought it was going to be have, like, crazy. a black light. I also thought that like because of the Mile High Club and what someone had explained to me, I thought that if I was on a plane by myself, that I would have to have sex with someone on the plane. <laughs> that was just like a rule. Like you got to because in movies, it's like, so want to be part of the Mile High Club? I was like, this is a thing that, that happens every flight. Like if someone's by themselves, they have to be a part of the Mile High Club. Club. And I, when I was uh, 17 or 18, I flew to my 
I had like finals or something and I was going, we were having Christmas at like my uncle's house in Texas. My family went a little bit before me and it was my first time alone on a flight. And that entire flight I was waiting for. You want to? Did you check out some guys where you're like, I don't know which one. I I was just, I I was, I was terrified. I was just staring forward. I remember checking out the bathroom and kind of like figuring (gasps) out where I was like, I don't know how they do this. Like, where am I going to (laughs) be? How does, do you know anyone that's actually had sex on a plane? No, no. That's like, I don't. Sex isn't, I don't put sex in a plane together at all like that's not even sexy to me no, i wouldn't even feel sleeping, you're worried about yeah. getting a cold that bathroom is so like gross if someone's had sex on a plane can you write me and tell me wh- what you mean by that and if it was past 1972 when you had sex on yeah plane. because every the bathrooms used to be bigger yeah and and there's always a line to the bathroom like i would definitely be able to see two people going in yeah that weren't like yeah, a bother and a staring child. at the bathroom because you can't really stand in the aisles oh well, i would I know someone who's masturbating on a plane really mm-hmm. like in the bathroom no in her seat what does she have a row by herself nope oh my god <laughs> does she know Just who is sitting next to her yep Oh, really? It wasn't a stranger? Nope. Oh. That's... <laughs> was it a really long flight? Uh, Look how flushed I, I get. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so edgy. Um, no, it was me. Oh, it was? This yeah, was- it was. <laughs> <laughs> Look it was how long it flight. takes me to catch up. You're like, I know someone <laughs> pointing at yourself. <laughs> um... I mean, I guess this sounds gross, but, you know, so like I, I couldn't sleep and and I thought it would be funny to tell Dan after the fact that I had mm-hmm. done it, but he didn't think it was funny. He didn't think it was anything. He was just like, okay. was he sitting next to you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I just had a big blanket up. He was like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's edgy. I like that. That's, that's I mean, that's I can do. Yeah. I'm so. I'm so afraid. I, I feel like every I'm always caught. Like I'm really? always caught. Where have it. you been caught masturbating? <laughs> I'm not caught mass. I don't. You know what? I'm afraid. This is actually insane. But I live with my girlfriend, and you'll you see why you had me on again. <laughs> this is my second appearance. <laughs> But I am terrified of being caught masturbating. And (laughs) I guess it comes from when you're younger and you're just always afraid because I had a bunch of siblings. Well, I still do. Well, and I laugh. It's not like I don't don't masturbate that freely. I guess I did on the plane. Yeah, but if you were alone, so if you knew knew that you were going to be the only one in the house, because I'm always the only one in the house. I know that she's at work for like five more hours. Yeah. Yet I get under the blankets, you know, Yeah, I get under the blankets. Why are you afraid? I'm afraid someone's going to walk in and and just see you or are you afraid she's going to come in and be like, wait, what are you doing? No, I'm afraid someone else is going to come (laughs) into our apartment. (laughs) I'm afraid like it's going to be the day that like a cleaning lady is there or that you know, someone accidentally walked into the wrong apartment, even though I'm crazy about locking my doors. Yeah. So I'm always like under the, it's like I'm hiding. <laughs> it's weird. I wish I could. It's not so weird, but, uh, but, but 
yeah, that's not that's not that weird. I don't want to further sh- shame you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Any. Should I go to a therapist about this? Yes, absolutely. Right. I hate saying I hate saying uh, masturbate. What do you say? Twinkle time. Twinkle time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I just say masturbate. But like thinking about being on the plane and touching myself on the plane underneath the plane. Like I just, <laughs> I don't want to, I want to explain the story without being like titillating. But if you, gentlemen, if you sit next to me on the plane, I bring that blanket up and I close my eyes. <laughs> I'm not, not doing anything. <laughs> I also just sleep on a plane. Now, now I will be paranoid. <laughs> I will think that someone listens to my podcast and I pull up a blanket and I'll have to like make sure that my crotch is revealed. <laughs> They're like, it's not that cold, Aaron. <laughs> Wait, how long? Can I ask how long it like? Did it take a long time? Is it like um, how many states? How many states? <laughs> this is actually this is this is a this is flying to. Europe. Okay. And because I feel like th- at that moment, I'd be like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. It's going to be hilarious. And then I'm going to do it. And then it's like, you know, all of a sudden I'm like flying past Chicago and New York. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, why can't I come? You know, like, just- <laughs> I think like, I wish I was, this is, this is really a story about me. You said you're crazy about locks. I'm crazy about, I'm af- always afraid that I'm going to be tired when I'm on vacation, that I'm going to not get enough sleep. And so I'm not going to have as good of a time. So I'm like flying over to England. This is like Christmas vacation. I had this idea that was like, I have to, I'm going to, I've got to change my sleep schedule. Or like, I'm going to go to sleep here. And like, I just couldn't fall asleep. So that's, I did it. I did it because I was like, well, I'll do this and I'll, and I'll fall asleep. Um, but it didn't really work. And I actually don't know how many times I had to do it. I don't know how many times I had to do it. <laughs> I just know that I liked it. <laughs> Pull up oh, the blanket. God. I hope my brother doesn't listen to this podcast. Shout out to my brother. Shout yeah, mine to too. Brother. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> What's your brother's name? Kendall. Hey, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> he would never listen to anything that had had to do with me talking about sex. Yeah, well, that's good. He'd if be it, G'd out. What'd you say? He'd be G'd out. Yeah. Yeah. My dad My dad always asks me how my my internet show is going, which makes it clear to me that he doesn't know what this is or listen mm-hmm. to it and i think that's fine i've yeah. never got out of my way to uh correct him but um yeah i think my dad when i was in high school i was my bedroom my bedroom window you couldn't see into my bedroom window it just like overlooked the roof like we had mm-hmm. a roof that kind of like went up like there was an incline in front of my window so I could just be undressed and have the window open and no one would ever see in unless you were on the roof Mm -hmm. and it was Christmas time and I would come home and I I don't know what was going on with me at this time but I would come home and just take off I would lock my door and I would just take off all my clothes and I would just be naked for at least like an hour just alone in my room and would just do whatever Mm -hmm. and would just like I just had to take off my all my clothes 
I think I think part partially because we lived in Southern California. It was really hot and I was really insecure and would just wear giant sweatshirts all day. So mm-hmm. I was burning up and would come home and just be like, oh, God, oh, God, these yeah. these chains. <laughs> um, but one day I was like, I was naked. I was lying down on my carpet. I don't think I was touching myself. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was touching myself or <laughs> masturbating. But I was probably doing. I was doing something. Like I don't know. I was just lying down on my carpet. I don't know, playing with my belly button or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing. But my dad was hanging Christmas lights, and I did not know he was hanging Christmas lights. And. uh I heard like a thump on the roof and I was doing whatever I was doing. It could have been masturbating. It could have been trying to see if a comb fit in my vagina or like some, <laughs> some, some dumb like teenage thing where I was like, what does this do? Or, like, I love how it went weird? from playing with your belly button to like, see if this will fit up there. <laughs> well, did you ever have that period, that stage where you were like, how, how far down does this go or up does this go or what is this thing? Like, what do I, I don't know. I certainly didn't have any boys to tell me what was going on so I was figuring it out on my own um but uh yeah my dad like just walked up to my window and and like knocked on the like clearly could not see into the window until I got right up to it to just do a like howdy Aaron how's it going there but like my dad came up to the window and like knocked on the window and then he was like oh no oh no and just like fell backwards and I was like ah screaming and crying and like but we have never talked about it oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> he, oh it was so awful i stayed in my room the rest of the night I, I like every every night the my the worst thing was being called down for dinner because i just like you know i was a teenager and i was just like oh really you've made me dinner again <laughs> how dare you <laughs> But I wasn't even called down to dinner that night. I just stayed in my room and listened to NPR and, you know, who knows, stuck a million balloons on my <laughs> Yeah, I was like, NPR <laughs> means my, yeah. my, my day. Wait, uh, so did uh, did you take your clothes off after that or did you look look out the window first? Were you afraid to take your clothes off after that? Um, I don't I don't think I was because my dad was just on the roof for Christmas lights. It's not mm-hmm. like he was normally on the roof. I'm, I was probably a little shy for a little while and then went back to my went back to my old ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't fall off the roof. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad he didn't fall off the roof. How'd your, how'd your dad get into the hospital? <laughs> saw me naked. Saw my uh, daughter sticking a bedpost uh, in her vagina. Um, and, uh, oh, also, like, I, 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 once my dad came home, and I, I know that for sure I was masturbating underneath a blanket. So I was, like, watching TRL or something. And he walked in? <laughs> yeah, he walked in. I did. He was, like, home early. And, uh... Oh, Carson Daly. <laughs> uh, oh, that signature nail. Oh, Limp oh, Biscuit. This... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle. I'm a genie in a bottle. <laughs> um... <laughs> I know that he like he knew he must have known what I was doing because he was like what are you doing Aaron and I was like nothing <laughs> nothing upstairs nothing I'm not doing anything watching TRL <laughs> so number four get out of your dad <laughs> someone's doing a shout out go away that's amazing yeah were you the only girl only child I, I was the I was the only girl I have a little mm. brother yeah 
So you're five kids in my family. There's like oh, wow. nobody ever masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, well, how did, what was your, what was your process? Like when you say no one ever masturbated, like were you just always around people? And it was, I mean, there were three bedrooms and five kids. Uh-huh. So it was like, I shared a, a room with my brother. We both ended up gay. <laughs> we shared bunk beds till I was out of high school. Oh wow! Yeah, so there. I mean, I didn't even. I didn't masturbate until late. I didn't even masturbate. Wow. When did you? Really when did you know that you were more gay than straight? Is that I'm, the way to say it? Yeah, I would. I mean, <laughs> looking I, back at it, it's like their total crush on on a science teacher mm-hmm. for such a long time and like so much so where like I had a dream that we made out and I had never at this point even made out with anyone. Yeah. And I had a dream that we made out and the next day I was like, oh my God, she knows. <laughs> you know, like She <laughs> knows I had this dream and I would sweat. And so I had, had like an enormous crush on her, but they just, just kept going about my ways but i mean it didn't come later you know it came pretty late because i had a high school boyfriend i mean we dated for four years yeah so so i was not crazy yeah pretty like normal i was uh preoccupied yeah you know did you what did did you and your boyfriend have sex did you go to what was that yeah he was like i was 18 the first time that i had sex and so was he and i mean it was like horrible <laughs> it was like in a fireplace store what? Like, <laughs> what? Uh, i've heard this story yeah. time and time again no need to complete it what it was in a fireplace store first of all what is a fireplace store right so they sell um, fireplaces um okay. it was it was in chicago store. his dad like owned all these fireplace stores <laughs> How is that even? Oh wow! You dated the son of the fireplace king of Chicago. Yeah, flips her hair. (laughs) And we were we yeah that was that was my first time, and we didn't finish it though because it hurt so much. So then the next morning we did like wait in the bathroom. Where were you? Were you like? In a fireplace or yeah. under, uh, on fireplace. a mantle? What are, what yeah. are you? <laughs> it was in in an in his dad's office. What was that kind of on sexy? the floor? Whoa. Yeah, I remember wanting it to be like really, you know, for me to re- want to remember the story. Okay. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know it was gonna be so horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wish I wish as a kid. And the fairy tales would be like, and then they lived happily ever after and they had sex for the first time and it was the worst thing that ever happened. Just so that we all don't think that it's going to be this like wonderful experience, yeah. but it was why, bad. what, um, what about it was so horrible? Just like the actual like physicality of it. Or- also because I had never masturbated before. So I didn't oh even know what was oh, supposed to happen. So terrible. Yeah. So Meanwhile, I didn't know. Half the grocery store had been inside me, but <laughs> <laughs> Mm, eggplant? <laughs> Boy, I guess I guess they just don't care anymore. Um, and you know what? I didn't like this. is This is a little bit too much, but I'll say it just in case you have some listeners that don't wear tampons. But I didn't wear tampons either. Oh man! Even as like a, a teenager, yeah, so that, it's like so that must have been really super yeah. painful. Oh, how? What was his experience? 
I don't know. I mean, I was like, yeah, here we go. Like he wasn't, I felt like we were like, we honestly were just best friends at that point. Yeah. (laughs) So, so sex wasn't even a big thing. Like we dated for four years. We probably had sex like eight times. I mean, that's unheard of. Right. When you're a, when you're a teenager, do you know where he ended up? Yeah. He has two kids now. So I hear and a wife. I thought he was gay, but that, I think that was just my head just saying, like, you didn't want me, you're gay. You know, <laughs> even though I was the gay one. <laughs> when did you when did you find out that your brother was gay? Oh, this is great. Uh, he texts. Well, first of all, we always knew. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he was like three years old and we thought he was gay. And so his, his like a whole different story. He's seven years younger than I am. Oh, OK. But when he was 18, he had been at college for one week and he texted me, hey, I'm gay. Tell mom I'm going to bed. <laughs> I am exhausted yeah. by my realization. <laughs> tell her. And then that was, that was it. And my mom's so funny because she has five kids and two of them are gay. But she's always like, it's such a situational thing for her. And she's like, well, you know what? If if he had more of a male influence and if we didn't move to Chicago, he he would have been straight. <laughs> the most feminine city in the world. Yeah. Chicago. All those gays. If it wasn't for all those hot dogs. <laughs> they look like penises. You know. <laughs> yeah, <bye. laughs> um, did, did you. So you came out first. Mm-mm. No. Oh, he did. Oh, right. Wait, I don't know. See, I've come out to my mom like five times. <laughs> I mean, so, well, she, she just doesn't believe you. Well, two years ago, even I was like, I was like, mom, I'm gay. I already told you this. And she's like, well, I didn't know if you like, you know, change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> but he's more straightforward about it. But I can understand how, I mean, how do you, how do you explain that to to people that are that are older and have only been on you know she's just been straight her whole life how do you explain like oh well i was dating guys and and now i'm not but but then at some point i was like with a guy you know so you can't explain that well she probably witnessed relationships firsthand where everyone just knew that the man or the woman was gay and it didn't matter because of you know a family's a family and yeah she's like so are you done with this now can we well the problem is too when they like the boyfriend so much because i had a college boyfriend as well and i mean just like if they think you'll make a a pretty baby with (laughs) that guy (laughs) it's hard for them to get over that you're not going to that's interesting i had kind of the opposite experience with my dad who really thought i was gay for a long time and over and over again tried to get me to come out but there was no. But he's religious yeah. too, right? Yeah, but he's pretty like he's he's progressive and liberal, and he he just thought because I didn't have any boyfriends hmm. that I was that I was gay, and just wanted me to admit it to myself to the extent that I was like, "Am I gay? Hmm. Like, what is what's going on? What's going on with me?" So I don't know. And he's not, and he's always really like not liked my. Or not, not liked my boyfriend. He's always been very indifferent. He mm-hmm. likes my boyfriend now, but usually he's just like, well, what's that person's name? I don't care. Do 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 On with my life. Because maybe he knows it's not going to. I think, you know, the honest truth is that I don't 
the honest truth is I hate it when people <laughs> to be to, yeah. to be honest uh, the truth is, no the to, honest but, truth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's forget everything from before let's be honest I'm being truthful um he I he's he's pretty uh not necessarily in a terrible way but like he's pretty self-centered he's mm-hmm. very self-focused so i think he just doesn't care i think he cares if i'm alive or dead or if i'm happy or sad but yeah but as far as like well and he cares he definitely cares if i'm like if i'm safe or if i'm secure mm-hmm. so yeah. maybe just not so much the re- my mom's the same way with relationships it's like i have to force i force it upon her like, I'm like, so this is what Tiffany does. This is what she likes. This is what we're doing. You know, yeah, you just have to yeah. force it. Because, like, I want that relationship. So I can kind of just, like, totally like, you force it in there. to care about your relationship? Is that what you mean? Relationship, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember being in college and, and her never knowing what I was doing. Like, I always wanted her just to be like, what are you majoring in? Right. You know, yeah, but, yeah. but it was, but it was always like, uh, you know, on a, on a basic level, like, are you dead? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I, I have to tell my, make my dad hear things. And, um, but I'm always, my my dad also like finds out information about me from my brother. Like for some reason, he's more comfortable talking to my brother about mm-hmm. things than he is talking to me about things. Probably because the whole gender divide. Um, speaking of gender divides, I'm gonna use the bathroom really quick. Okay. Hey everybody, uh, commercial time. Uh, like we said up top, the live shows, the live this feels terribles are available at feralaudio.com slash shop. All the proceeds go to keeping this uh, this show um, cooking out delicious ear meals. Um, so please go to feralaudio.com slash shop. Uh, I'm going to play a clip from um, the third live show uh, with Gillian Jacobs. Please enjoy. I, I really liked this boy when I was in high school who was really into, what was it? That movie, City of Lost Children, and um, <laughs> and um, his mom was a piercer, and I his I, this isn't anything but just me free associating about his name was Ashley, and he later joined a cult. Um, so I, I think he did dump me when he realized how lame I was. So I didn't do a good enough job of changing myself for him. Oh. Some, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, good. Well, good I you. cut myself in a girl's bathroom. <laughs> so, humble brag. Okay. Well, I want to go ahead and get started with something. Okay. Uh, when Gillian, when you were on the podcast, we read some diary entries. <laughs> I just read your notes again. It stop says, looking at them. It says no, Gillian. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it says, you, you know her as Britta from NBC's <laughs> Community. And then it says, dot, dot, dot. Please welcome, <laughs> I'm sorry, please welcome, dot, dot, dot. Gillian Jacobs, exclamation point. Like, who are you talking to? <laughs> do, 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 My, do you think you might not be able to make the show? And so, <laughs> Adam, go out and just just be me. <laughs> and make sure, I put an exclamation point, just give it a flourish. Well, all right, you can uh, you can find those on feralaudio.com slash shop. Now let's get back to my interview with Miss Mo Welch. So we're back from the break. Um, Mo. Yes. 
<laughs> I uh, I downloaded I I downloaded my headshot. <laughs> I downloaded uh, this app called Right Hand Man. Uh huh. Uh, get to know women. Oh, I love it. And the idea of the app is that it's like a guy who is your right hand man who's telling you the right things to say to a woman to pick mm-hmm. her up at a bar. Okay. All right. So we're going to try this out. See if it works. And, and uh, I haven't gone through this. Right hand man is not a sponsor of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, sometimes I think I'm Pat Sajak and I have to say, like, yeah. we I do not uh, eat Kellogg's cereal or something. Have you had okay. him on yet? <laughs> Does he have some good stories? The sage? I would love to hear him on a podcast. I would love to have him on just so I could say Sage Act. Yeah. Come on, Sage Act. Sage. <laughs> sage Act. <laughs> if anyone knows Pat Sage Act, let's, uh, oh, let's please make, it, make that make happen. happen. Um, okay, so this is so at the top of the screen, it says, Tell her this. All right, so mm. I'm a guy, I'm a guy okay. at a bar. All right. Okay. Mm. Am I at the bar too? Yeah, you're you're like you're you're a girl. <laughs> am I trying to get the girl or am I the girl? Um, you are the girl. Okay. And I'm trying to get the girl. Okay. Cuz I have the right hand man app. <laughs> okay. Light, by the way. Hey, uh, why is there never a good karaoke night when you need one? Tell her what song you you would have sang her. Right hand man suggests Delilah by Neil Diamond. No charm, no handshake. What? Oh my God! <laughs> it's telling you how to feel. I should uh, word this better so the audience understands what I what I mean. But um, so on the screen, it suggests. So if I was to say, all right, let me move on to the next one. So that's I an example. That. That's an example. So just so you know, for the next one, and and uh, Dustin, if you could put some bar betting. What? <laughs> <laughs> could you bed some bar sounds? Oh, like some clinking glasses, yeah. yeah. Ambient bar glass. So, okay, so this is us at the at the bar. <clears throat> I'm just gonna go to the next one. I'm gonna click get another line. Hey, uh, my knocking heart wants to buy you a drink. <laughs> That's a real thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then it says under that, it says never under my, underestimate the imagery of a knocking heart. So, okay, this is what we'll do. This will be the game. That's great. I'm just going to read through these as, and you just react okay. like you would normally react. So, okay. so pretend that you're like kind of maybe interested. Like okay. I just, you were drinking. I'm not alone. as sarcastic as my real self. Right. And like I'm you're interested. single, okay. you're at this bar. Let's say it's, it's your friend. Let's say it's intern Emma's birthday mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of people at the bar and, uh, you have gone up to the bar to grab a drink and you happen to, let's say, you know, the bartender. So you're kind of like hanging out there, yeah. but the bartender's busy. So you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're just sounds right. cool. So I'm and just like I've, waiting for yeah, a guy, I mean, a, a guy with a big waiting beard. waiting for a guy with a cool yeah. app to come in. Swoon you. Sweep you, you off your feet. Okay. So, so I'm just a guy at the bar. Hey, uh, the people that confound me most are the ones who say sex is overrated. Who are these people? bunch of lying assholes <laughs> so <laughs> what do you think about uh, that 
I what mean, is can your you name? believe these people? <laughs> these people who say that sex is overrated? I mean... I mean... I don't think sex is overrated, kind sir. <laughs> well, then it sounds like you're my kind of woman. But okay. I wish... Another... Uh, <laughs> another looks, is that a gin and tonic? Yep. Yeah, we'll have another gin and tonic. Hey, uh, if you miss me half as a... <laughs> what the... F- Okay, so so say you go away to the bathroom for a second. Okay, come back. <laughs> if you miss me half as much as I miss you, you wouldn't have stayed away as long as you did. <laughs> I had to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Well, I, I would be the worst. First of all, anyone that ever I can't believe are they being sincere when they're like seriously ask her about karaoke night? Like, <laughs> you will go to bed with her. I think this is just say Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this app is this app's a real bummer. I love it because I thought you were gonna get lesbian icebreakers what? first. Yeah, well, there's but I have to unfortunately make it. there's no app called Lesbian Icebreakers. I'm gonna make it. I, yeah, I I'm be like that's a beautiful rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> what farmers market do you frequent? <laughs> uh, is your lease month to month or uh, <laughs> can I move in now? Yeah. Uh, this says order one of whatever drink she's having and take it to her and then say, I found this in the toilet. Is it yours? Oh my God. What? what? <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I mean, I guess the idea is that the girl is like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. No, it's, it's so- not. But what a flug. I'm so off put. So but what would you <laughs> Oh my. I mean, it's not, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're so funny. But you have to imagine Pat Sajak doing that. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> if Pat Sajak came up to me at a bar and said, I found this in the toilet, is it yours? I would say, yes, sir. Without knowing, yes, without sir. even looking over. Yeah. I would close my eyes and drink it, and I would, sh- I would put out my hand, and I would say, Aaron, Aaron McGathy, nice to meet you, Pat Sajak. <laughs> what do you think Pat Sajak is like in intimate moments? Oh, my God. I feel like he's probably really great. Because you never know. <laughs> I just want to think he's so good. Is it not so much women and men? It's just women and Pat Sajak. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you lean yeah. towards Pat Sajak. I feel like Pat Sajak's in the middle of Kinsey's scale. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Pat Sajak strikes me as one of the saddest people on the face of the planet. Like His sadness, I think, is is uh, palpable. Well, he has Maybe a you know he has a job just like everyone else. I mean, it's so routine by now. I was watching Wheel of Fortune. I'm like, how did they do this day after day? Like, weren't they ever like, let's do a spinoff or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, spinoff! So good. Why not a ball of fortune? Why don't we yeah. take a ball and roll it down the? <laughs> no, the suits don't want a ball. We gotta have the wheel. I yeah, it's a. Well, I'm sure they're not thinking about the game anymore it's just the same yeah you know just, and at one point he was probably like a stand-up or something oh but he my does a, god he does a good job he's hilarious i mean is he does he <laughs> so... <laughs> i mean i i, I well alex trebek or pat sajak oh trebek yeah i mean he comes I mean, off no as so much though. smarter and and like he's kind he's an alcoholic which makes him more likable and he in knows my mind. he knows like so much. He's got to know something <laughs> about sex. Yeah, whereas Wheel of Fortune, it's it, it's like that's uh, correct. It's kick the bucket, spin the wheel, yeah. Miami. Take the you get R S T L N E Vanna White. Good night. Yeah. 
All right. Um, oh, here's inter- here's another line from the uh, right hand man app. Walk I'm going to be more drunk to- this time. Like, I feel like I've had a lot to drink, so I'm not going to be as critical. OK, well, this okay. this is interesting. I think you're going to be playing uh, the friend. Oh, OK. In a second. It, this says walk over to her gayest friend hmm. and challenge him to a dance. <laughs> what? <laughs> Winning winning an introduction to your muse. I challenge you to a dance-off. If he takes the bait, dance your ass off. When your opponent wins anyway, buy him a drink. You'll get the introduction by now. And if by some miracle you actually win, well, you... If you win this dance-off? Like, first of all, it's so particular in that way of like, well... Clearly, she's going to have eight friends, and one of them's going to be a gay guy yeah. that loves to dance. Yeah. If a guy walked up, imagine if I had a group of friends, and mm-hmm. one of them was a gay guy, and a guy walked up to him and said, I challenge you to a dance-off, I'm pretty sure everyone would be really excited that our gay friend was flirting yeah. with, a, with another gay guy. <laughs> totally. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, that's so nice. There's like eight that's girls so and one guy. Yeah. That he's willing to dance with my gay friend. <laughs> also, I challenge you to a dance-off. <laughs> I would hope that my gay friend would be like, fuck off. <laughs> I challenge you to uh, to cut a tree in half <laughs> stuck it in your ass I don't know okay anyway here's the next tip always try and say beautiful smart things when attempting to captivate a beautiful smart woman woman the world is wide it's still extend what a miracle to have found each other okay I have a new idea about what this uh, app is <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, it's it's some sort of cover it's some sort of like it's a it's a front for something else, and it's it sounds like it was not written by somebody who speaks English. It sounds like I just yeah fed it through a translator. That's what I was thinking. I think it's someone that's like on an island somewhere that has a computer. It was like oh, I want to make an app. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some ideas. Last yeah. night I introduced a coconut to a palm tree. Yeah. Let's see, Let's see what I can. Let's see if this works. I've only happen. watched romantic comedies from the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see someone try this app. It does. And if you're still doing dates with Dustin, I would, I would want you to do this. It could work if your if your personality is like, um, man, I'm so fun loving. You'd be like, ah, the world is so big. You know, I guess it's the way that you say it. I've never, take, I've never taken an acting class, but I, I think if you're just like funny about it, then those would work. But if you're a sincere person, yeah. That asks someone's gay friend to dance off. Tell you to a dance. Well, and then you imagine the person who has this app, which is probably someone who's pretty socially awkward. Hi, oh. I told you to dance off. Uh, what? Like while looking at his phone, yeah. like trying to well, finish a you, sentence. I would uh, like to tell you to a dance off, sir. <laughs> what do you? Okay. Go. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta be. Uh, just gotta be honest, guys. Just be yourselves. Just yeah. Be, uh, we don't need that app. We don't need that app. Where'd you meet your your girlfriend? That app. No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. We met uh, from, uh, we were set up on a blind date. I think we talked about this a little bit last time, but the the girl who set us up 
didn't work out with us because right. things didn't work out and we just were not the same type of person. Right. A girl that you dated yeah. had set you up with your girl. Yeah. So then like months after we broke up, she was like, hey, there's this there's this girl. I want you to, to go out with her. And I said no. I was like, no way, Jose. I, I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought that they were alike and we didn't match at all together right, so right. i thought like they were like best friends i was like no way man i'm not going down that hole again yeah and yeah. and then um she gave her my number anyway nice. and then the girl yeah she called me and i was like uh i got a couple shows tonight so uh i'll call you tomorrow meanwhile i was like at an open mic <laughs> uh, well but you gotta do it yeah but we went out yeah we went out to coffee at la Mille. And sparks flew. <laughs> I told Did her about Neil Young. Coffee? No. You <laughs> they didn't actually. I mean, they did in a way like we got to know each other a lot. It was a very long coffee, but I'm really awkward and on first dates, like basically date one through ten. I'm like really, really awkward <laughs> and I'm not myself wow. at all. Yeah. And and so we didn't see each other for like four or five weeks after that first date. And then admitted we were both also seeing other people and then once we started dating after that then it was like fine after this other nine dates yeah at one point she's like if she she told her friend if i didn't make a move on her that she was just done with it because i would like (laughs) i'd be like i basically don't know if someone likes me until their tongue's in my mouth because i'm just second guessing myself i'm like they don't like maybe they just want to be friends meanwhile i'm at her apartment and it's three in the morning you know and i'm and my my mind actually tells me that. Sorry. Well, and now it's it's a nice love story because you now you live together. Yeah, we live together, and you guys have nice times. I see you on Instagram. You're always doing things. Yeah, we're doing things. We're going out at the beach. You're at the, yeah. yeah, you're at the museum. You said on the podcast last time that the stereotype about lesbians loving art shows is totally totally true. About what cool. lesbians loving art shows? Oh yeah, no, it really is, and I. Yeah. I'm a, Sorry, I go to art shows when people are like, oh my God, you have to go to this. But I don't normally go to just like, oh, it's Friday night. Let's go to an art show. Yeah. Because then you're going to see like a lot of bad art. But then I, I guess people just do it to socialize, to meet other lesbians or. I guess so. Which they talk about in Sex and the City. Yeah. And it's yeah. true. Yeah. Boy. Well, what else do you like about being a lesbian? Oh my god, so <laughs> much. <laughs> Top three things. Okay. Number one, I never have to feel weird if I want to wear a visor. <laughs> it's always in style for lesbians. <laughs> nice. Number two. Oh man. Uh, number two, you know, I always feel special. Yeah, is that true? Well, I think I always feel special because I'm always like the only gay girl in my group. So I'm like, mm, I'm I'm more special, guys. <laughs> I'm more special. Oh yeah. Oh, what's number three? Yeah, what's number I feel three? Like it has to be something funnier than all the rest. Hmm. Or something sincere. Something sincere. Um. I like the closeness. Mm-hmm. That was sincere. Yeah. You get really close. Yeah, you get crazy close with a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, even. You know, you you have best friends and you have girlfriends and it's like, mm-hmm. you get crazy close. Yeah. It's a different... Yeah, I'm very close to several girlfriends and that intimacy is like, it's really unique to a female friendship and 
as close as I am with my boyfriend, there are certain things that like he'll never understand. So it would be weird to then have sex with those people that you're so close to. Yeah. Well, it's Does it weird. kind of feel like you're having sex with yourself sometimes. I wish. No, I, <laughs> I know. But, but I've talked about like best friends, like blurring that, that line is like, so th- it used to mm-hmm. be so thin for me where I was like, am I, is this my best friend or am I like falling for my best friend? Right. So a lot of people will become my best friends and then I wouldn't tell them in time that I had a thing for them. Right. And then nothing would happen. And then months later I'd be like, Oh my God, I could never date them. You know, I was just delusional. Yeah. Do you have really close male friends? Yeah. I have close guy friends. It's not the same. Right. But I get really close with them for sure. How close? Like real close. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to We get close in a way, but there is no attraction there. Right. You know, there's no like, what if we were really drunk? You know, (laughs) that doesn't go there. But Tiffany, uh, Tiffany is very, my girlfriend is very um, good at self care. And so it's interesting being in a relationship with someone that's like giving you tips about like skincare and then also having sex with that person. Because yeah. usually, <laughs> usually those don't go together. It's yeah. like that's your friend you talk about that with or right, your right, mom right. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, I, I know that in my in my relationship with my boyfriend, like I get to say like, this is how we take care of ourselves and this is mm-hmm. what we do just because I'm the woman and not necessarily because I'm better at those things. Yeah. I'm sure there are other heterosexual relationships where the man is more in charge of that stuff. But he just takes my word for everything to the point where I'm like, I could, I could tell him to put mustard in his navel and it would make him live longer. And he would yeah. just believe me. Whereas like if I, I'm sure if I had a girlfriend, like all my girlfriends know way more about skincare than I do. I wonder what it would be like if, if both person in the, both people in the relationship had that knowledge, because I don't have that knowledge because I'm like, so like, I don't give a shit, you know? And so she's basically like, did you wash your face? (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder what it would be like if I were super into skincare, too. And they're like switching over like, yeah, I'm like, ooh, Estee Lauder. (laughs) (laughs) Good job naming a makeup company. (laughs) I know the first thing that came into my mind was Noxzema, though, because that's what my mom used. And I'm like, that stuff is I think it burns your skin off. (laughs) Yeah, Noxzema is pretty strong. Boy, well. Do you have any do you have any tips before we sign off? Oh man, tips. Give me a subject and I could have a tip. Okay. Um uh cleaning. Ooh. <laughs> do you have any cleaning <laughs> tips? Most boring. <laughs> Click goes the podcast. Oh. Um do you do you have any well cuz we were talking about uh you know, it's a dating. Do you have any relationship tips? How about that? It's a relationship podcast. Oh. I know, even better. Do you have any uh, stealth masturbation tips? Oh, masturbation? Stealth. Okay. Um, Seeing as I just started masturbating one month ago. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any masturbation tips, but I did think of something. Okay. Okay. When you said cleaning. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And this is is so like out there, but it came to my mind right away. Um, When I was in chemistry class... In high school, I was I was in a class where like everybody was insane, like nobody paid attention and everyone screamed and everyone had to be sent to the discipline uh, center. <laughs> Anyways, the old this, discipline yeah, two seventy two. And this girl, 
was talking about how this other girl had a stinky pussy and i i mean i was i was really shy in that class so i would just listen and get tips and she told her when she was telling her off she goes you know you need to go down there and go under and she said that and i remember thinking to myself like oh yeah you have to go under and like get it I mean, I was so young. I know this is an insane story. How is story. it possible that, like, that embarrasses me? But, like, the rest it of emba- like, like, my, no, my face, like, under. turned red. But I'm oh like, my gosh. that's, I feel like that's when I really started, like, cleaning myself was after that girl told me. <laughs> oh, my God. I know it's the well, worst way to sign off. But- no, it's okay. <laughs> this is uh, Aaron McGathy and Mo Welch signing off saying, go under, everybody. <laughs> Don't go <know>. under. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the show. You can uh, find Mo on Twitter. She is Mo Mo Welch at Mo Mo Welch. You can also uh, figure out, find out where she's playing and get in touch with her uh her website is mowelch.com uh also uh you can send me any emails any queries to this feels terrible at gmail.com if you'd like to donate to the podcast if you donate 50 dollars or more i will paint you a painting so go to feralaudio.com click on the uh this feels terrible link and uh donate to me via paypal and we'll well, uh, I'll send you a, I'll send you a painting. Also, um, if you have any advice questions, any advice questions that you would like me to read over the air and answer over the air, please, uh, please say so and email those to this feels terrible at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Everybody, you know, enjoy your life this week. Try not to worry about what people think live your own truth and enjoy your life McGath McGath attack Geico has the insurance industry leading app that lets you manage your policy anytime, anywhere, which means that Geico is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you, like animal control, when you're cornered in your garage by an angry possum. Hi, me again. Uh, You guys said you would be here about an hour ago, and um, I think the possum is starting to get angry. uh, Listen, I thought if I fed it, it would go away, but now it is ripping holes in the drywall and making some sort of nest. Just call me back. (laughs) Geico, always there for you with savings and the industry-leading mobile app.